Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? In a new spot in the basement. Well, I've got things shifted around because we're going to do a little painting down here. So I've got everything, like, condensed to the center and everything off the walls. Good day, Jay. I don't want to leave you hanging for too long. How are you doing, Blandy? I'm doing well. Good evening. And back to Barry. Are you are you sitting underneath the tiles with the rat poop? You are, right? All the tiles have rat poop on them. So technically, yes, no matter where you sit in the basement, there's a good <laughs> chance that the tiles above me have rat poop atop them. <laughs> All right, guys. If you listen to our show and you enjoy it, please go on to iTunes or wherever you listen. Leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please subscribe to the one podcast that truly makes your life so much better than it is. Guaranteed. Not Maybe not so much better. At least for that hour, that 45 minutes to an hour, right? I think so, right? <laughs> yeah, it'll bring a smile to your face at one point or another. And Jay, how are you back at work? Good, good. Not the same as sitting in the basement, but you know, it's, it's all right. Rave reviews on your news, your spooky news. Really? If anyone hasn't heard our last podcast, go back to it and just fast forward to the news with Blandy because that segment, it had me laughing. I think Blandy that week hit his peak. I don't know if you can ever really match what was happening in that, can you? I, I, I played it for my wife and she was like, really? This is what you're talking about with the van and the kids? <laughs> was she laughing or no? And just, no, no. She didn't. <laughs> what? Uh, so she didn't like it? No. I You know, I think she... She felt it was, we went a little too far. You got to push the envelope a little bit if you want, you know. When I listened to it, you know, Craig, you were the one saying we should have a little bit more restraint. And Barry just kept pushing me to take it further and further. So, no, no, you got to say that. No, it's, that's exactly what you got to do. So Listen, if you're not allowed to have a Knicks podcast where you can <laughs> give people Knicks news as if you're a creepy man luring kids into an ice cream truck, then what can you do? And I could guarantee that's content you're not getting anywhere else. Did you slow down the ice cream music? You know, it's not hard to find creepy ice cream music. On, because, I mean, that was just, it was YouTube. perfection. Uh, well, it really, it really Thank you to whoever put to that it. out on there that I stole it from. Um, <laughs> all right, we got to read an ad here. The NFL season is in full swing, Barry. Full swing. You might, we should just change that ourselves, right? What would we say? The NFL season is... Has kicked off. Although, I mean, it's more than kicked off. We're into like week seven or week eight. Well, we're at halftime. I mean, it's halfway through. <laughs> Right? The NFL season has begun, all right? You might not... That doesn't even sound... Whatever. Um, the NFL season has... Uh, the puck has dropped on the NFL season. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Barry is 
eagerly looking forward to betting on some draft picks coming up on Bet Online, and you can do that there, right? You can do that there. They don't have it for everybody. They have it for like the top picks, and and, and it's not only that I'm looking forward to. You could do like uh like they have like these futures, so you can bet right now who you think's going to be the MVP of the 2021 season. Wow. Okay. Um. So for example. If you want to put money on Luka Doncic to be the MVP of the NBA, it's plus 500. And he's actually like the favorite on there to be MVP above LeBron, above Holy Giannis. Shit. And if you bet, you could bet how much, can you bet $5 on him? You could bet and you- $5 and win 500 times $5. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching I your brain what, try to figure that out. I thought this is what you do. You don't know what plus 500, I, I honestly don't know what that means. You you obviously don't win $500 just by putting $5 down, do you? I think if you put down a dollar, you win $500. Is that true? Or is it if you put $100, you <laughs> win $500? Get the fuck out of here. I would place a bet on, on the top 30 players I in think the league plus, right now. I'm going to look MVP this up right now, now, though. But I think if it's plus 500 and you make a $100 bet, you'd win $500. Okay. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. A lot of hearsay this past week. Experts talking about the Knicks and what they don't have to offer teams as far as moving up in the draft or as far as making trades for star players or free agents being interested to come here. Woj said recently that the Knicks cannot get a star star in free agency right now in this rebuilding mode. I don't even know how that's news. I mean, we're well aware they're not getting a star in free agency. There's not even any stars in free agency to really get anyway, unless is Davis Bertans a star? No. no. But I mean, he's also probably talking about just generally speaking, you know, at, th- at this this point in time, this snippet, regardless of who the free agents are, they're, they're not coming here. Unless you're from Kentucky, I would say. <laughs> okay, sure. You want to give him that edge? We have a chance. Big time free agents, they want to go somewhere they can win. You know, and until the Knicks get their stock up and they they prove that they can at least be competitive on a consistent basis, it's going to be a tough sell to free agents. Another comment Woj had was that the Knicks do not have even the assets to make a a move for a star player in a trade, which is, I mean, in in my opinion, it's hard to it's hard to say that if we're not willing to give up any draft picks, then yes, we don't have the assets. Yeah, but it takes more than picks to get. A star player. Picks are are, are are like icing on the cake. Not when you're the Knicks. It's lottery picks. It's lottery picks, but it's still something that they don't know what they're getting specifically in return for what you already said is a star player, a proven star player. That's like an afterthought. That's 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 what's going to get them over the edge to make that deal. And they're talking specifically about a Devin Booker type, a Carl Anthony Towns, right? These younger star players, not, not a Chris Paul, who's a star player- but you can maybe get him because they just they want to unload his contract. I'm sure they want to get a little back. Right. That's a little bit I would argue can be attained, right? Like you said, they they're, you know, to get that contract off the books and when they're, you know, a team like OKC is kind of in no man's land, you know, they're they're right around that bubble and, you know, in the Western Conference as tough as it is, yeah, they I'm sure they wouldn't mind moving him for something of less value, but it's going to take more than picks for sure, even for him. Now, there's a rumor out there that there's a CP3 trade on the table right now that Oklahoma City is open to making and and Leon just needs to agree to it. I mean, it's got to include RJ and or Mitch, and I would assume For Chris RJ. Paul? No way. For Chris Paul. Yeah, for that what, massive contract, we have to give up RJ or Mitch? 
Well, I'm sure that, that that's what's sitting on the table. If it's just as simple as Leon Rose just has to say yes to it. I don't think there's any way that's what's on the table. We've heard rumors that they, that Oklahoma City was interested in maybe Kevin Knox. Now you think all of a sudden we have to give up one of our two assets that are the two guys that, according to rumors, we do not want to deal for anybody, even to move up to the number two or number one spot in the draft. And we're going to all of a sudden trade Mitchell Robinson or RJ Barrett for Chris Paul. Showing an interest in Kevin Knox is different than Kevin Knox being the main piece or the central no, piece of a Chris Paul deal. not the main piece, deal. but one of like the young... If they were giving up a, a first-round pick, a DSJ, maybe, maybe two first-round picks and two, those two guys. You can't give up Mitchell or RJ for Chris Paul. I yeah, wouldn't but, do that straight up. You, yeah, I but would, if you're giving OKC, let's say Kevin Knox, Damian Dotson, and Dennis Smith Jr., that's like giving him like, you know, balls of shit. And having them throw it against the wall to see what sticks. They're, they're not getting anything proven. Well, they're getting the best player in the Knicks, Damian Dotson. They're getting... <laughs> right. He's a great 3 and D player. <laughs> Every team would be... Di- I love him. Is dying to have him. No, you're not getting much back, but you're... That's why picks have to go... At least a pick has to go back. But you, they would be out of their minds, the Knicks, to include either RJ or Mitch in that deal. You would, you would even consider that, Barry? No, 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 okay. no. I, I, here's what I would. You just think that that's what offer. Oklahoma City has said. This is what we would take for Chris Paul, and it's on Leon's table. But there's no way he's saying yes to that. Here's what I would propose if I'm the Knicks and I want Chris Paul here, and there's a part of me that does. Julius Randle. <laughs> okay. I would sign Bobby Portis to that team option and include him in the trade as well. This is very generous of you so far, Barry. Plus two picks. You want to make it the two Mavericks picks? You want to make it one future Mavericks pick and one Knicks pick? That's what I would offer. Now, do you think that the Mavericks pick with this Chris Dapps news is much more valuable than it was a month ago? No. He's going to miss the start of the season. It's going to be another season where Chris Dapps, we don't know when he's coming back. Right. Luca, there's a chance, you know, we can always, I know we're not supposed to do this, it's not politically correct, but I will be... If Chris Stapps is out next year, as much as I love Luca, I will be rooting for him to go down. All right. And, and look, that Mavericks pick that I said, it doesn't have to be next year's Mavericks picks. Right. But but, but Chris Stapps being down doesn't necessarily mean the Mavs are going to be horrible. I mean, A, they've got... No, you've got to hope for Luca to go down. That's it. Uh, they've got they've got Luca, and you know, from what I've been reading, this you know the possibility of them making deals and and adding. Yeah, you they know. want to get another star to pair with Luca now. Last yeah. season, without Przingis on the uh, playing, they went eleven and seven without Przingis last year, which isn't bad. Luca is great enough where he's going to get you in the playoffs by himself. I think. Right, right, and if KP comes back and was playing like the Orlando KP in the bubble. I mean, he was off the charts. He was in those seeding games in the bubble. He was he had over thirty points a game, like thirty point five, nine point five rebounds, one point five blocks. The thing is, how long is he going to be out? I mean, this is going to be a common theme for him his whole career. I'm telling you. Yeah. So that's your best offer, though. That's my best offer. I think it's generous offer. I think it's a fair offer. I don't think they would ever do it for that. I think they'd probably want some younger player in there, not a top young Nick player, but... Right. They're looking, you know, to the future. They're not looking... They, they, they're they not going to make a big splash in the upcoming season or two. Now, if it is true that they want Kevin Knox and have interest in him, would you do Randall and Knox plus two picks? Would you do Frank, Randall, and Knox and one pick? I don't want to. I don't want to do that pick. <laughs> I mean, that trade. Because of, because there's still potential in Knox or you really like Frank? Oh, God. Don't say Frank Nilakina. 
I mean, I, I, I feel embarrassed to say it, but I've grown attached to Frank. I don't think I would do that deal because of Frank either. <laughs> and and it, look, For Chris the, Paul, the, the book is not closed <laughs> on Kevin Knox. Was he was he brutally awful last year? Yes. Were there signs at the very beginning of the season and through his rookie year? Yeah. I mean, I think I think you're still. What, what are you making that face at me, Blandy? I I still think that there's there's the possibility that something can be unleashed in Kevin Knox. It's okay, possible. Kevin Knox, I get. Frank Nelikina, I'm sorry. Goodbye. You're starting to cross the line here. I'm sorry, but I'd take two two seasons of Chris Paul in exchange for for Frank. I mean, no, but yeah, but this was a package of Frank and Knox. Now you're giving away two of our last three lottery picks who haven't done shit. Oh, here we go. Now, Craig, you and I have to make a pact. What is it? That this is Frank's last chance? Sort of. We have to hold each other accountable that at some point we got to say enough is enough or for who? We tried and didn't work out. Because we can't do this every year. We just can't. For who? For any for anybody at a certain point. So this well I agree. At a certain point, yeah. I mean, I think we said that last year. I think we last did. year I was our. We were having this conversation this about Frank, Frank last year. He has one more year. He's got to get better. <laughs> we totally did. But we did not have any idea that Fizdale was going to be Fizdale. And I, uh, Frank did not get that much better, but I did see a lot of signs in Frank last year. He 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 exuded he did confidence. Some things that he had never done. He was yeah. trying to dunk on fucking Chris Dapps. He actually dunked, I think, three times last season. Oh my god! I I jumped out of my chair well, one night, which is which are one of the, one of my top five moments in the past twenty years of Knicks basketball. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. That it is, is really horribly sad. sad. I love I love Frank, and I have a he's I feel, and I know a lot of Knicks fans feel this way. I have some sort of deep sun like affection for Frank, and I can't I, look. It. And I do believe he he can hold it down. I'm not saying he's our starting point guard, but he can hold it down when he's Let's in the see what game. He does under Thibodeau. You remember how last year the Frank just all of a sudden out of nowhere he wasn't getting played, and he would all of a sudden his spot went to Dennis Smith Jr. And you just got this feeling that nobody was even talking to him. Remember the game you took me to, Barry? Where yes, where we were watching Frank from mm-hmm. right behind the Knicks bench. It was it was during this stretch of games where Frank was not getting playing time for some reason, and nobody understood why. Yeah, well, that was, that was the whole thing last season. It was it was DNPs and it was groin injuries that kept right. him out of play. But he wasn't get he was in a stretch where I think Mike Miller was coaching. He just wasn't playing him. He was healthy. He wasn't playing. He was playing DSJ, and DSJ was right. playing horribly, but he was still playing him. Right. And I remember we remember. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but I remember seeing DSJ get up and Frank. Frank was just had this look <laughs> like this sad puppy dog face on it face on he was, him he was defeated what we were watching frank during timeouts where dsj is about to go into the game and they're all huddled and frank is back on the side just looking so defeated and sad talking oh to royal ivy maybe one of the assistant coaches it was like he was picked last in kickball i took photos of it i think i even took a video that i still have he was he might as well have just been pointing at dsj saying to the coach like why why is why is he not what's what's wrong what did i do why did <laughs> right. you deserve this why am I not in the game? But Bradley, can you do that in like a French accent or something? Why is it that I am not uh, getting off of the yeah. bench? Why can I not get into the basketball game and uh, shoot the ball into the hoop? Uh, it is very concerning to me. I just <laughs> I not, don't understand. I'm going to tell you, like, if you're doing a, you got to practice your Frank French because it's got to be much sexier than that. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a good French Sexier? accent, but it's not a good Frank accent. Okay. I'll work Frank's kind of, you know, lost How the is accent. It like you got to get into that character, Blandy. Like, Frank on the brick wall in that denim jacket that's open and his whole bust is showing. That's yeah. right. And now he's just got a hint of the French accent. He's picked up New York, you is know, New York dialect pretty well. Talking uh, like uh, the slower and uh, a little bit lower. So it sounds a bit more sexy, maybe. That's, that's better. Oui? That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I'm certainly I turned would, on. I would um, like to uh, get into the basketball game, and maybe uh, play with the ball, you know? I how like do you think that. Frank would lure, like, a young woman into his car? Lure? I don't... That doesn't... <laughs> I don't know if I like that word. Okay. So you're not going to do anything because your wife. All right. Um, Barry, how many days until the draft? 16-ish. Draft is on November 18th. It's coming up. It's 13. What's that, 13 from today? All right. Today's the 5th, right? So, 13. Okay, Zach Lowe recently said that the Knicks don't have an appealing offer to move up to the second spot to, to grab the Warriors position, who we know is interested in moving down, at least from what we hear, especially if they're not willing to include RJ or Mitch. And he also said that what they would probably offer, some a package, maybe something like Kevin Knox, the eight, and the Dallas picks wouldn't get them to number two. Right. And th- this is all, this, none of this is news. Why is Woj and Zach Lowe give, just stating the most obvious things? Yeah, but Golden State doesn't want a project. They're, they're there you, to compete. You think go, Golden State, they want Knox and the number eight <laughs> pick? That's Might the last well thing they want. Might as well just stay two and take whoever no. they want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. At that point, they're, look, they're, they're in a Western Conference that's only gotten more difficult. They're not going to be able to cruise their way to a finals like they've done in the past. They And, and they've got an aging Steph and Clay. This is the time for them now. If, if anything, they, they're going to want somebody that give them consistent minutes. That's proven. Could, could you could you imagine Draymond Green and all that intensity having to deal with a teammate like Kevin Knox? A young kid who who really seems like he's interested in what the hell's going on. I mean, that's... He'd throw the ball at him. That wouldn't be a good situation. But there is a rumor lately that LaMelo is falling in draft boards. Have you guys seen this? That he could fall outside the top three easily, maybe around to four or five, which got me wondering, because I know Barry wants LaMelo. I want LaMelo. I finally want that point guard. If there's a chance of that happening, if I'm the Knicks, I am making an aggressive move to try to get up there to get him. Because you're just talking about four spots. I mean, in this draft, unless Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta, those teams really want LaMelo, are you going to have to give up that much to move up there? I, I don't know, but that's the thing. You can't give up a lot because you're gambling. You're gambling that he's there. You can't make that trade, Barry, and I don't think they would make that trade until the night of the draft. They would right. just have that trade lined up after the third pick. Yeah, you got to see how things shake out. Right, when you basically have like a handshake deal right. that you know that that team's going to keep their word, you know, on, right. Ah, that it happens happen all the time. Night. They never make, they never, no one ever makes a deal like that in advance, really. Right. I posted on Twitter that I would give up the eighth pick and a Dallas pick to move up to four if it meant we're getting LaMelo. Yeah, if you can lock it in, you know, and, you, and you're 99% sure you're going to be able to get him there, then I would do that too. You can get a potential star in LaMelo ball. Potential, it's not guaranteed. Or we can get another guy at eight that might be a serviceable rotation player at some point. For me, that's worth giving up a Dallas pick. Right. And then, you know, as the Knicks, though, you just got to be 
100% comfortable with going after him, though, because obviously they're going to have the same concerns that these other teams have, which is why LaMelo's falling, you know, be it that he's not performing well in interviews, he's not performing well in his workouts, or that he's just not going to fall in line under the coach. Because um, inevitably, when you, when you draft somebody, you want somebody that's going to fit in, that's going to get along, that's not going to be toxic. Because as good as he can be, if he's a toxic presence among the coaches and the players in that locker room, it's going to bite you in the ass and you're going to have to get rid of him. I mean, look at look at the places that Kyrie Irving's been. A supreme talent that LaMelo Ball is probably never going to be the type of talent that Kyrie is. And yet, I would call Kyrie toxic. How can you not? And do you want to bring that into your locker room? And I think that's really where these teams are trepidatious and, and are, you know, second... Is, you're making a face. Did I not use that? Is that not the right word? I don't know. Is that a word? Trepidatious? I mean, I know trepidation is, but... And trepidatious I, is a word. Listen, Barry motherfucking D can make up a word. If he wants to say trepidatious... Yeah, if I want to make up a word, I can make up a word. Trepidatious. It could be a... It could be a what was that word well, no, we you're used good. to do? Nope, you're good. You're good. Yeah. All right, great. True, Thank you. True, true facts. What was that? Yeah, true fact. It's a true fact. <laughs> it's a true fact. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you you just gotta believe that that you understand who this kid really is. For the Knicks, it's worth that gamble. I don't think you're not taking a player of his ability because you're worried about him being a total knucklehead when it comes to doing interviews or. Him not getting along well. He seems like a nice... In these interviews I've seen with him, he seems like a good guy. He's not an asshole. He's quiet. He's not fucking out of his mind like Kyrie. If anything, I would say he's pretty shy. Don't you get that sense? I don't know. Apparently not. It's hard for me to get a read on him. <laughs> on that side of him. Is LaMelo Ball... And I want to hear from both of you on this. Because I posted this and, and we got so many different answers. LaMelo Ball is... I don't know, Jay, if he's your number one guy in this draft. Is he your number one? LaMelo? The Knicks had the number one pick. Who are you taking? No, I'm probably taking Anthony Edwards. So then for Barry, beyond LaMelo Ball, who who's who's your favorite guy in this draft? Anthony Edwards. Me too. Are you shocked by that? Uh, No, because I, th- I think it's not Anthony Edwards. I mean, look, there's some people out there, um, some respectable NBA reporters out there that have Killian Hayes above Anthony Edwards, which... Is insane to oh, me. That's crazy. I don't know how you do that. I posted that question on Twitter, dude, and I have to tell you, maybe like one of th- one or two people in thirty responded with Anthony Edwards. Everyone else had various other people, including players like Killian Hayes or even fucking Kira Lewis. Well, that's or, just, it's that's well. crazy. <laughs> you should have seen the list of guys. Uh, Vassal, that is it. Vassal. Some I have, I've heard Vassell, <laughs> Devin Vassell, Coro, no, just down the line, just every single player except Avdija they want, which I mean I can understand. He he's my number four. I mean for for me it's Lamelo, it's Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, and then Denny Avdija. I have to say that if Avdija was there at eight, and and someone like Ty, even Tyrese was there, even Killian is there. I would be I like I I would be a little more excited about just swinging for the fences there and going for someone like Avdija. I can't believe that people would take Killian Hayes over Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, you look at him, we don't know what he's going to be, but he's at that athletic ability level of like a LeBron, a Zion. And you're going to pass on that for Killian Hayes who you don't even he could be he could turn into nothing. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, that's the whole thing. That's, the argument's going to be any of these guys 
just about any of them can turn into nothing. You know, the, I think of the hesitation, and, and it could be our hesitation with with Killian Hayes is he's he's not flashy, he's not fast. His three point shooting numbers are down. He's coming know, very from low. overseas, which I think is always risky. Well, risky. I mean, the plus side of though of that though is he's always been playing with players older than him. He just turned nineteen a few months ago. Um, his free throw percentage is is in the eighties, which you know, um, you know, could be beneficial to him in his three point shooting in the future. And he did take a lot of tough three point shots. They say, they say he he knows his angles and he makes reads well. You know, one of the things against Luca, although there were very few things against Luca, was that he wasn't so fast. But again, I mean, he's this big guy and he knows how to work the angles. They're saying that's what Killian can do, and that's what they see in this young young player. But isn't he? But these guys that come from over there, and I don't, I haven't watched a ton of, I haven't watched a game where Killian Hayes played. Right, I've, we've seen the highlights, but they're not. You look at their stats, and they haven't. They're not really proven. They haven't played that many games. They're playing out there in Europe. They're, they're they don't play a lot of minutes every game. They're not. He's not putting up big numbers over a stretch of games. So you're just literally going on potential ability. It's not even proven yet, even at any level. I, I wouldn't Which say is, it wasn't proven at any level. I mean, he's shown that he can finish around the rim. He's shown he's made tough shots. Uh, he's a great passer. You know, so th- there are definitely things there. There's tools there. I'm just not as high on him as a lot of these mock drafts have Matt, and a lot of these you know people's big boards have him at. That's all. Last season, the 2019-2020 season, he played 10 games, 13 points a game, six assists. The year before that, played 33 games for some fucking league. You got to be careful though, because I, I know, the, I know, but he's these he, scouts he was, aren't looking at his numbers; they're looking I know, at his play. I know, play. but I, I always feel like that's the risk. I mean, I remember when we drafted Frank, we we were looking at numbers and we we're like, well, they're not great, but he didn't get a lot of minutes. He's playing out there with all these. They don't play the young guys. It's just all so unproven. But then you have Anthony Edwards, who played at Georgia, put up huge numbers, is is a monster. If he was there, I don't see how the Knicks could pass on him if they were up there, which it won't be the case. But he's my number two. It's not even close. All right, guys. Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company is changing the Crumb Cake game. And now they've got some, I like to say, Clarkson Avenue OG flavors making a comeback, guys. Yes. Jay, get ready for this. Kitty's Carrot Crumb Cake is back. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I, I saw it because I always go... You know, at the beginning of the show to check things out. The Campfire Crumb Cake, which we had at Barry's. Yep. Probably the best cake I've had in the past 10 years. No joke. Campfire Crumb Cake, the Caramel Apple Crumb, they are all back for the rest of the year. And they now released the Crumb Cake of the Month for November, which I was slightly off with what it was last week. So I just think we need to set the record straight. Blandy, if you don't mind. I don't mind. You want me to tell everybody what it is? French, um, sexy, Fr- sexy French prince. Tell us what. Oh, the that's crumb what you want me to do. Is. Why not? Okay, I can talk to you about. Get the some. Cr- I'm gonna get some little f- romantic French music playing right now. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yes. And what would you like? Let's say you got a a, a lovely lady coming over to the French prince apartment tonight, and you're getting this crumb cake together with her. I would. Uh, is that like a romantic dessert? No. A crumb cake? No, it is not uh, very romantic. Um, but uh, it is quite delicious. I would uh, put on uh, the fireplace and play some romantic music, some fine French wine, and some of that great pumpkin crumb cake, which is a pumpkin cake with uh, the chocolate chips baked in. 
and topped with pumpkin spice cream cheese frosting and some pumpkin spice crumbs. That frosting, that cheese frosting, I could just imagine having her, you know, uh, suck some of that off of my finger or me sucking it off of her finger. Okay. It, All right. It's delicious. Wee um, <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. All right, guys. From holiday gift boxes to regular crumb cakes to their world famous crumpkins, they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. You can get for three, six, or 12 months. Jay, how the fuck are you not on that? That yeah. sounds awesome. Talk about a great gift for the holidays. All right, go to ClarksonHaveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. Crumb gets them. You hear that music? It is time for Blanderson, Hooper, and the news. Most of what I have centers around uh, the beginning of the new season. Um, is this, are, you in, are you doing it right now? Or is, it, is this it? No, what? Didn't we talk to you about getting into it more confidently? What Jump happened? in. Just get all in right, there. Here we go. So here's the NBA news, all right? <laughs> So um, we talked last time about about the potential starting date for the season. You know, they were throwing around Christmas. They were throwing around the idea of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We were talking about how, how there'd be no time to prep if it's December. Well, it looks like in the next couple of days, uh, December 22nd is going to be the start date Wow! Uh, for the season. The players look like they're going to go along with that. It would be a 72-game season. Training camp would start around December 1st. There'd be like a six-day all-star break sometime in March, and the finals would end sometime around July 22nd. Do you guys realize how crazy that is? It's fast. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, but it's, it's great. no time at all. I'm not complaining. The draft is on the 18th, and then a month, four weeks after that, the season is starting. I know. That's going to be the greatest four weeks leading up to the season. Oh, there's going to be so much action. Between the draft, free agency, trades. Probably two preseason games at least in there. What are camps going to open a week after the draft? It's going to be insane. It's going to be a. It's yeah, going to be fucking like great. Two weeks. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. We've been so long um, without Knicks basketball that I'm sorry for hijacking your news here. It's okay. Don't you worry. I'm, I'm pumped up. Yeah. If you remember last time we talked about the reason they want to start the league wants to start in December instead of January is they they think it would cost them about half a billion dollars by waiting a month. And when it comes down to it, I think they split revenue with the players. It's either fifty one forty nine or fifty fifty. So um, I was reading a quote from Jonathan, was it Jonathan Isaac, I think, of the, the magic, who said basically it, just, it comes down to the money. She like, moves you know, in mysterious ways, I think was his big hit. What? She you moves too? That's in you too. mysterious ways. That's, that's you too. That, oh, that? that's you too? Who am I thinking of? Who, what do I want to say? My, oh, you're talking my about joke. Chris Isaac? Yes, that's Chris what was his Isaac, big song? On the beach with that girl yeah, with the oh, sandy tits? That, that's Helena Christensen. That's Wicked Game, dude. Wicked that's, Games, yes. Yeah, no, that's not. Wicked no. Game. Oh, yeah, all this, all those little pieces of sand in every crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was black and white, but yes. it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It was still very yeah. sexy. What, what year was that? <sighs> Circa 1994. Ago. Did you I mean, used to do the- it? Did you used to do it to that? or? I think that was on my, uh, my porn VHS mixtape. <laughs> I had that. I had some Paul Abdul <laughs> under the waterfall. What? You remember that one? Uh, for anybody who's young who's listening, they don't know what that means because they have, you know, the internet. Right. You just YouTube. How, they don't realize how easy they have it. I had to wait till it came on VH1 or MTV and I had to record it on my VCR. <laughs> Sorry, do your parents still listen to this? No. 
All right, Blandy, we really hijacked your news here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right, and that's the, that's all you got. That's all the time. You <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, December twenty second, a seventy two game schedule. If they started in January, it would have to be closer to fifty games. And I think also they need to get to seventy games to the seventy game threshold, uh, so they don't end up having to owe any money to the regional sport networks. They have to actually hit a certain amount of games. That's why they had those those filler games basically before you know the playoffs started the bubble. And no rumors with a December twenty second start, uh, as far as other other dates they're going to be hitting for free agency or. What's going to happen is basically once they sign uh, an agreement to for the, like to tweak things for the collective bargaining agreement. Once they do that, then the transaction moratorium that they have in play right now can be lifted, and they can make specific dates for free agency. But until they agree to this, they can't do any of that. Kind All right, of stuff. so that's an important thing to look out for. An yeah. important date to come. As soon as they agree to that start date, yeah, then they can put all those other things in play and people can start being traded and stuff because they can't do any of that right now. Just along with that also, Wojnarowski has said that the league is open to the idea of creating like regional pods and doing like intra-conference scheduling. So setting up like a number of different bubble type areas. So that way teams wouldn't have to travel that far. They want to cut travel by about 25%, they said this year. Um, They're still looking... For, you know, hopeful that you could have players, I mean, um, fans in the arena. I think I read they, they would lose about 40% of their revenue if they don't have fans in the arena. Speaking of that, the, one of the things they're looking at, the Shams uh, Char, Charania, Charania. 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 Definitely Charania. Uh, no, he said Charania. The, the, Charania. What do I say? Charania. Ch- you no. say Charania. Charania. I say Charania. I say Charania, you say vagina. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking to um, actually have people in the arena suites. They're looking to hit like 25 to 50% capacity in the suites. Any fans would have to wear masks, social distancing. I don't want to sit in the sort of suite. If, I, if I'm venturing out to the game to see live basketball, why do I want to sit so far away? That's the word. I, think, I always think the suites are the worst. Yeah, like... If I'm not paying for it and somebody invites me to go, then I'll go to the suite. But I'm not going to go on my own volition. I mean, if yeah, I if can, there's free food yeah. in the suite and you're yeah, not paying for that's it. That's different. But I'd rather sit fucking in it all the way in the last row of the arena than in a suite, I think. Oh, I'm going to go that far. <laughs> uh, the only problem with I that is, though. I go too far with that. It, it all depends on the state. Because, like, even in New York or New Jersey right now, like, you, you can't. You can't do that. That goes against what the what the governors have in place. So what are you going to do? You're going to have a situation like the NFL where some teams have fans and some teams don't. Does that matter? Well, it matters money-wise. Of course it does. I mean, if the Knicks, you know, think about, you know, the Mavs playing in front of some people and making revenue that way and then Governor Cuomo telling James Dolan, you can't Yeah, but what you are you going to do that here? What are you going to not let one team you one team can't make money cuz the other team can? I mean, you might as well let one team make money. What I, I guess, but I mean, it's also, you know, think about having fans in the stand and having what kind of advantage that it. Yeah. That when gives. if you have 40 fans in the stand, is there any advantage? I mean, 40. There's going to be a lot more than 40. <laughs> How many would there be? You said you didn't say. Well, it would be twenty five to fifty percent capacity in the suites. I don't know about in the stands themselves. So at a Nets yeah, game, it would, at a Nets distant. game, it would be like thirty to forty. Then capacity. Oh, oh, full capacity, not their typical. capacity. By the way, I don't. I don't think that. Either. I know it's fun to poke fun at the Nets, but look, 
I wouldn't mind going to a fucking Nets game. If Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are on the court, two of like the greatest players in the NBA, I could go to watch good talented Get the basketball. fuck off this show, Barry. Barry. Barry, you're done. Can we mute you the fuck you for the out rest of here? It's show? true. I'm, just, I'm being honest that's with you. fucking ridiculous. Kevin Durant's playing like, you know, virtually Jay, Jay, every other game, keep going. you know, 20 just, miles from me or 40 miles from me. Jay, that's not just, enticing to go fucking watch him play. It, Craig, it used to be... Barry, no, Barry, stop it. You're Craig, really upsetting me. Craig, listen, we're talking about Kevin Durant, okay? Seriously, can you can you just hear me out? He would come to New York twice in a season, once against the Knicks, once against the Nets, when he was with Golden State or OKC. Now you're telling me he's playing in Brooklyn? Barry, you, know, you could fucking you could buy season? you could buy me courtside tickets one night to a Brooklyn Nets game against Luka Doncic and the fucking Mavericks. I'm not going to that game. All right. Well, you, you, I, so did I just answer? Did I just answer you? So did I? You're boycotting the Brooklyn Nets because you're a Knicks fan. It's one thing to to I'm root against them to or not to like it. The 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 fucking the Death Star. Oh, give me a break. I, 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 I'm, I'm shocked by this. <laughs> I thought you would be. I am disgusted. I mean, you, you, have, you have this this insane anger and hatred. Blandy, who do you think the, the favorite is now, huh? You think you think Barry's still the favorite after this? <laughs> I think it's gonna he's, he's gonna lose a lot of fans with that one. <laughs> like keep digging yourself a hole, Barry. Go for it. It's fine with me. I had that thought the other it's day. It's fine with me. Keep digging yourself a hole. You want to go support the Brooklyn Nets as a Knicks fan? Why don't you fucking go buy a Brooklyn Nets hat and a jersey? What about yeah, go buy a Kevin Durant jersey? Wear a Kevin Barry. Durant jersey there. He's a great yeah, Barry, player. Go do that. Get do it, Barry. <laughs> go do it. You guys are too much. You're wearing a Brooklyn Nets colors tonight. Black and white hoodie. Notice how Barry really quieted down once we told him that he might be upsetting some of his fans. That's not no, I quieted down because it's a stupid argument. <laughs> Well, you started it. All right. Like you didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> can, right, I, can, Landy, I can I finish my news here? Continue? This yeah. is can, I, can I keep going? Um, you, we talked last time about the possibility of the Raptors playing in Louisville. Um, now there's a very good possibility they're playing in Jersey at the Prudential Center. Makes more it's sense. Come down to there in Kansas City, it looks like, are the two uh, leaders right now, just because it's close. You know, the Jersey's obviously closer. To um to Canada, it's not as much travel. Another team um, Barry can go watch that isn't the Knicks. So, <laughs> uh, just a couple of other things. I don't know if you guys have seen any of the jerseys that the teams are unveiling. All these new jerseys. I know, oh, Craig, you've yeah. been tweeting about the Knicks ones. Oh, Craig, about that holy cow! Uh, Craig, have you seen it, the ugly ass Nets ones, the tie dye ones, like the throwback to the nineties? I thought the Nets uh, one was that was wasn't okay. a city edition. They, they they were just they just brought back some jerseys from the nineties, which I mean I thought those were cool. Which ones? The tie dye ones? I don't like know about a tie dye one, one that you're talking it's about. I saw one with it's like a little bit of yellow. No, red. I mean it's not tie dye, but it's like a it, it's that kind of like bluish yeah, and white that and red. One. That's somewhat. I mean I'll even admit that. Craig, cool. you had a fucking awesome uh, mock up of the Knicks alternate jersey, the okay. Mecca one. I mean, which I is like. Such a I great that, idea. I think it would be great if we did a the Mecca uh, jersey. People still refer, you know, you can mock the Knicks all you want. People still refer to New York as the Mecca of basketball and Madison Square Garden. How do you not, such. like, it's such a cool sounding thing. How do you not so make a cool. jersey the Mecca? And Maybe they, I mean, I did I that, like, I did I like that the mock sides. up, by the way, in like a minute. And I put right. out there, I was kind of embarrassed by it because then someone told me it looked like the Friends uh, oh, the that was a, that was a stretch logo, and I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh yeah, it really does. It doesn't. It was a stretch. Um, but that that I mean, the Nick City ed- edition jersey, if that's it, I mean, yeah, I did not like it. 
I like the sides. I'm fine with that. Maybe. I mean, really, that's what we're we like the sides of it. I mean, the main, <laughs> no, the main part thing of the, the jersey front. is was. Right. I just feel it's always disappointing, and I I hate that Knicks fans like we've got so little to talk about, and we're so starving to talk about the Knicks that they put out. There's a leak of that jersey, and it became the the topic for like two days. How everyone? Well, I mean, the, the whole NBA. You know, they all they all got leaked they all at the same something. time. Yeah, but I mean, it just seems like year after year. All the Knicks fans want is that like late '90s jersey with the black sides. It's all anybody wants. Yeah, yeah. And every year the Knicks don't put that out. They do the city edition jersey. Obviously, they're not going to do that as a city edition jersey. But the Knicks city edition jersey always seems so much worse than every other jersey in the league. I know. Can we not the catch a break cool with one. the merchandise or the jerseys in some way? Can the why are the Knicks not giving us this this throwback jersey? Everyone's made it crystal clear how badly they want it. <laughs> no. What does somebody have the rights to it and it's not the Knicks? Wait, Why you said are we the side with that? the black sides? Like my yeah. Marcus Camby jersey. Your Marcus Camby jersey. Every Knick fan is dying oh, yeah. to bring that back. Where is my where is that jersey, dude? It's in my closet. Yeah, no, no, no. But weren't we like in the middle of neg- negotiations like a couple of months ago about that jersey? You were gonna buy it from him it. for real? I was gonna buy it from him for real. Can that fit you? Eighty dollars was on the table. But fit his, his size will fit you? Yeah, because he gets it oversized. Oh. Yeah. By the way, Craig, did you notice what just happened here? Did you see what he was doing? No, right? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. You didn't pick up on how he said something that made you really angry. And then like a minute later, he's like, oh, by the way, I love that thing that you put on, on Twitter. It was so spectacular. Okay, so now Blandy's trying to start shit. You see this? <laughs> It was, I mean, that was transparent Listen, on to this me. show, I mean, Blandy, really I, I moved on from that like 30 seconds later. It just, <laughs> it just seemed to me like he was trying to, you know, get back in your good graces. No, by just come on. No. Lathering you I'm just honest. I, I call it as I see it. I know Barry liked that because he retweeted it and he's very picky about what he retweets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last thing. Uh, obviously, Tuesday was election day. Lots and lots of NBA players were tweeting out, and coaches tweeting out pictures of them going to vote while voting, after voting. Um, I don't know if you saw Kevin Knox's uh, tweet. You know, he voted for the very first time uh, ever. Uh, You know, so obviously that was a big deal. More Americans have voted in this presidential election than any presidential election ever before so you know they were out there trying to get people registered beforehand and then they went out and actually you know uh walk the walk and uh speaking of that i saw a story that in the last few months lebron james apparently paid court fines and fees along with i think mike bloomberg for nearly thirteen thousand felons in or former felons in florida so that way they would be allowed to uh to vote did you see that this was the first year that Shaquille O'Neal voted? No, I did not see that. Yeah. Is that crazy? But but think, somebody like him, you know, prominent, well-paid, you know, superstar level, that's the first time he voted. Think about just NBA fans in general, maybe, that, you know, it wasn't important to them. And, you know, the NBA got out in front of this thing. They wore those yeah. vote shirts all the time. I'm sure that moved the needle you know, among NBA fans, because there's a lot of NBA fans. I know the ratings weren't that high this year, but you're still talking about, you know, hundreds of thousands of fans. But yeah, so he paid fines for like 13,000 people. So that way they would be able to vote. Even I can't talk shit about LeBron for that. Not when it comes to that stuff, no. (laughs) Is that the way uh, the basketball bounces? That's the way the basketball bounces. (laughs) (laughs) 
waiting for. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to get interrupted again. I mean, that took like, you know, 10 minutes and like two minutes of it was You just got to, you finish, you say that last thing in the news, you just give it right after that. Okay. Yeah, just, right. just how we want you to get into it, we want you to get out of it. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. That was awesome. Thank you, Jay, for all that wonderful news. All right, that's going to do it for the show today, guys. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hard next. What's wrong? Um, there's no new voicemails? There's the one with the guy talking about how much he loves us. I, you want to yeah, play that? That's, yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's fantastic. Okay. Hey, what's up? It's a hard Knicks life. My name is Jomo. I'm a huge Knicks fan, and I'm also a huge fan of your podcast. Thank you for always putting out quality content. I want to shout out Landerson Hooper for the Halloween segment. Her voice acting is top tier. And I hope you guys keep on making this type of content in the future. Thanks again, and I'll be listening to your next podcast. Let's go, Nick! Rave reviews, like I said, Landy. Thank you, Jomo. Yeah, and yeah. As an extra reminder, go back and listen to that Flanders and Hooper news segment from Halloween. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna create a lot of great drops when we eventually get that going, Landy. Still working on that? <laughs> yes, I am actually. I downloaded a program the other day. I have to awesome. investigate. If you want to reach out to us, it's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me at hardnextlife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay at Blandy Hooper, and you can call us just like Jomo did. Five one six. 33 mesh one if you like our show please subscribe leave us some ratings leave us a positive review oh i forgot to ask you guys are you guys like me when you went to vote on election day and you're standing in line and you're watching like other people start to walk up are you like thinking in your head as each person walks by like oh he's a trump supporter oh he's a biden supporter you like counting in your head the people online and like figuring out who they're voting for based on what they look like yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. counting, but I was definitely. Yeah, you. There were you definitely know people where I was like, "That's think. a Trump. That's a Trump guy." Yeah, I was totally yeah. doing that. You, you, of course. I was actually afraid. I don't know if you guys remember, but I was afraid that they weren't going to let me vote because of what I did in 2018 at my polling location. Do you guys, you remember the story? You mean 2016, the presidential election? No, in 18. Oh, in 18. For the midterm election, I caused a scene in the in the polling place. So I was afraid that they somehow marked me down. <laughs> <laughs> I You've think I remember this. Yeah, it was a whole. I just talked about it on the podcast. I, I somebody hit my car and ripped off the side view mirror in the. And I live in a small town. In the one, I went in to vote. Oh, and it took me yes. like it took me thirty seconds. I park, go in, vote, come out. No, when I got there, there were no cars on either side of my the spot where I was. I come out, the side mirrors ripped off the car, hanging on the ground, on the ground. And so I was like, oh, I know somebody just somebody is in that fucking building right now that hit my car. I went in there, I started screw, I started calling. I was like demanding that whoever did it step up, pretty much. <laughs> and then I, but everyone was in. I mean, if you did that now, I feel like something would bad would happen. <laughs> but tensions were high back then. I remember. So, but yeah, I mean, I, but I was able to vote. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> anyway, I hope that uh, everybody enjoyed this. It's a nice little break from all this poly- political bullshit, right? And I think even for us, it's a nice little break. So, all right, guys, until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.